Greetings, nerds. This is Dina Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing? It's Thursday evening. I'm doing good. I feel very light this Thursday evening because we dropped three shows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. That's three shows, you know, it's, it's a lot to, like, pack in multiple shows in, like, an hour. <laughs> On the same night, they all like they all come like crash banging in two Wednesday night, one Thursday night. Or yeah. you guys know what I'm saying, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's what? there's a lot of, there's a lot of content out there, you know, and it's trying to you know trying to stay topical, but also you know be on be on top of things. It's like yeah, it's a lot, but not here to gripe about that. I will. I have. I'm very excited today because I bought my Batman tickets. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. They, yeah, they went on sale today. Yeah, um, I, I know that. Like earlier, I guess they had dropped like IMAX sales for like I think they were doing a preview that Tuesday night uh, mm-hmm. for for IMAX. But uh, I mean, and I, and I thought about it, and I almost did it, but then I was like, "Man, it's gonna be kind of hard <laughs> for a three hours on a on a work night." But um, and I was like, "Well, I'll, I'm going to see it opening weekend anyway," so I just I just held off and got my tickets today since they went on sale. Well, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed the bat and the cat. Yep, yep. And I keep dropping all these things, and I'm just like, "Okay, keep moving, keep moving." I'm just waiting for the film now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, other things to look forward to and talking about how content just keeps coming and so that these franchises can remain topical. Um, it was announced earlier this week that Obi-Wan is coming to Disney Plus on May 25th, 2022. Yep. So that yeah. we're going to get Doctor Strange 2. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get Obi-Wan. Yeah. And unlike another show we're going to talk about later tonight, I am looking forward to Obi Wan. I, I am too. I, I I listened to enough Jedi Council, whatever you want to call it, Star Wars geek talk. I don't understand half of it. However, <laughs> I do understand like how this story could work. I understand the major players. I'm familiar with these characters. Um, so I actually have an invested interest to see what, what they do with it. Um, so yeah, yeah. May star Wars world return in May. We don't know. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to get, we're going to go into that later, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, for, I mean, I know a lot of fans are, are very aware of this, but for, for those who, who aren't, uh, so yeah, this is like set 10 years after revenge of the Sith. And so we obviously were Obi-Wan is watching over Luke on Tatooine. And uh, of course, we've gotten confirmation that Hayden Christensen is going to be back. And, you know, so we'll have some flashbacks clearly with uh, probably some Clone Wars. And um, and so with with Obi-Wan and, and Anakin. So there's that and, and pissed off Darth Vader because he's like, you know, he, this is pretty still pretty raw after he after the whole events on Mustafa. So. Uh, yeah, I'm super, super stoked about this particular one. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Disney Plus is also, don't forget, um, Ironheart. Is Ironheart going to p- drop, like, sometime this year? 
Um, I can't recall. I think it's next year. I think, but yeah, I think the I think the character is going to be in Black Panther two, which I Mm -hmm. think is supposed to drop later this year. Assuming they finished all the filming, it's been like start and start so many times now. Yeah, COVID, everything. I've I've kind of lost track of of its release date, but uh, Ironheart the character is apparently supposed to debut in that film, and then. and then, of course, the series, I think, will probably be in 2023. Nice, nice. Well, we do know that the series is moving forward, even if it's going to come at a later time, as Anthony Ramos from um, In the Heights and Hamilton has joined the cast. We don't know who he's going to play, but he's going to be featured in that show. Very, very happy to see him. Yep, yep. Um, I like that guy. I, I, I'll... Um, even though I wasn't a huge fan of In the Heights, just as as a movie, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the musical itself. The movie, <laughs> I had <laughs> a lot of issues with the movie. Um, he's he he still like performed really well. So yeah, I haven't I haven't seen In the, In the Heights, but um, I do remember him from from Hamilton and um, and he's so a great actor. Little things. Yeah. 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 So I was I was excited to see that. And I guess as far as the character, like everything, they're keeping it under wraps. But you know, a lot of a lot of internet chatter is that it's uh, sort of like how they use Jonathan Majors with uh, with Kang, that level of, of character. Not saying he's a bad guy, but just that level of, of character that's very integral to the MCU. So we'll see. Well, you know. Let's let's not make a comparison to Kang until we get Kang, right? That's true. Okay. That's true. Well, we, we think did it, get Kang, but not really. Did. Oh yeah. man! Now I'm just, <laughs> yeah, gushing about Loki season finale. Oh, I love that season finale. Um, <laughs> um, and moving from Disney Plus to Hulu, Futurama is going to get a revival. Okay, so fun fact, Will. Like, I've seen some of Futurama. It never really hit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm like, neutral on this. Um, but we've never had a talk about Futurama. So were you ever a fan of the show? I was kind of hit, hit, same, hit or miss. You know, it was one of those things that if it was on, I, I, I watched it. But I wasn't, you know, it wasn't, like, consistently watched the show. Uh, you know, I think I use it. I use the memes more than I actually probably in the times I've actually watched it, but mm-hmm. but uh, but I, you know, but the times I did, I, I I enjoyed it. But yeah, they are. I guess this is it's been like on again, off again, like bounced around because I think it was on Fox and then it was on I think Comedy Central for a bit, and and now it's getting picked up on Hulu. And I think all of the major cast members are coming back except for the voice actor who does Bender. Because okay. yeah, and and it, and it's not because he doesn't wasn't invited. It's just because of contract dispute. They they just can't agree on compensation. So so okay. for now they're recasting. Well, um, assuming that they don't come to a, a deal, then the they're going to recast Bender with a, another voice actor. But uh, but everyone else is returning. Okay. And this is going to be a continuation of where it left off, correct? That's my understanding, yeah. So it's like 20 episodes uh, coming to Hulu, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Um, we also have an, another bit of casting news as Russell Crowe is joining the cast of Craven the Hunter alongside Aaron Taylor Johnson. But we don't know. Do we know his role? It's got to be Craven's dad. I mean, because, I mean, obviously, Aaron Taylor Johnson is playing Sergei Kravinov. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that that's sort of the betting odds out there right now on, on uh, geek Twitter and stuff. But, um, yeah, but, you know, so you know, in addition to, I mean, Russell Crowe is just like all over Marvel because, of course, you know, he's going to be Zeus and, and Thor later this year. So, I forgot about that. Yes, yeah. So, so he's playing in the MCU and he's playing over in the Sony sandbox. Ooh, that of course Sony makes it messy. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Sony, Sony just has to make it even messier. But we do have a multiverse, so we, we do, we do. So for, yeah. for right now, that multiverse is in question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was having a back and forth with someone on Twitter about that. They're like, well, hey, it can happen. You know, now that we have the open multiverse, we can have, you know, we can have Nikolai Kravinov show up with, with Zeus in, in, in the MCU. I'm like, well, yeah, you got a point. Yeah. 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 Just crazy. Yeah. Crazy time. Um, And then the, the, the last thing <laughs> is uh, the Oscar nomination. <laughs> Yeah. And um, did more people realize that than they did that the Golden Globes happened? (laughs) (laughs) By a smidge. (laughs) By a smidge. The main reason why I put this on here, obviously, is because we are a a geek and nerd podcast. and, and, And once again, I just have to do the perennial rant about when we have a Oscar worthy comic book film not getting nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. I mean, it's such bullshit that Spider-Man No Way Home did not get nominated for an Oscar. I think Jimmy Kimmel said it best on his on his opening monologue. It's like, when when did the rule become that Oscar nominations have to be serious films? Um, I think in like the nineties. I get yeah, maybe when they went to like yeah, when they stretched it out to ten. Well, I guess now the ten film best picture rule is like etched in stone, but you know. I mean, it, you know, if, if you're going to go by that thing and say a film's got to move you, well, you know, we've talked about Spider-Man and, and how that film had definite points where it, it evoked emotion and, and was a well-told story. And it's just it's a bit dark at times. <laughs> and dark. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it hit all the beats, you know, and, you know, and it's not unprecedented now. I mean, I know Joaquin Phoenix went in best actor for, for Joker. I mean, so they will, they, they'll, they'll allow it for other categories, but for whatever reason, they just still have this like crazy bar with, you know, with, with best picture. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Dune, looking at you, Dune. I mean, okay. Um, I, you know, I fell asleep. You in got it, it got nominated for best picture. It did. But, but then it did not get nominated for best director. <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah yeah oh that's it that's a crime that's a yeah. crime um dune 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 uh how i wish i loved you more <laughs> <laughs> i tell you i fell asleep the first time i watched it so 
And, you know, and, and the other thing, too, is just like, like, there's all these films that, yeah, okay. I mean, again, Jimmy Kimmel, like I said, I think he, he nailed it. Like, he was, like, listed off all the best pictures. And he threw in some, like, just made-up shit just to, like, right, just, right. you know, to, to make the point, like, yeah. how out of touch these voters are. So, I mean, it's just like, okay, in the rant. I just, you know, I just had to get it off my chest. One day, I'm hopeful that we will have a popularity concert. concert. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, well, I mean, there's popularity. I mean, but but that's just it too. I mean, there have been like best pictures that have been blockbusters. So again, that's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, so it's it's a very complicated thing because yeah. on one hand, you want to see movies like Spider Man No Way Home, um, Dark Knight back in the day. Yeah. Like get 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 its due, get what it should it should be praised for. Um, and yet I've also seen other award shows where it's way too much on like ticket sales and mm-hmm. whatnot, where it's just like, yeah, but then that just means like those who have the most money or make the most money, like those who sell do do more, which then the indie stuff gets left behind. So, so it's, it's, it's all over the place, but I, I mean, I, there was a time pre COVID when I used to always know exactly what was happening with Oscars, Golden Globes, probably have seen 90% of the movies. I, I don't think I've seen a single, (laughs) I don't know anymore. I, I, I saw Twitter hashtag Oscar nominations. I haven't done any, looked at them at all. I I get the impression with some headlines I saw, emphasis on headlines, that both Kristen Dunst and um, Jesse Plemons, who are married in real life, they both got nominations, um, which is some kind of like record because they're yeah. the married couple. Um, yeah, yeah, that's which is cool, and and I'm secretly rooting for them just because I think that's a very cool thing. Um, plus, Jesse Plemons, like Friday Night Lights. Come on, guys, Friday yeah. Night Lights. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Will Smith got nominated for actor for oh, yeah, uh, King gonna... Richard, and I, I I watched a little bit of King Richard. I I just couldn't get. I, I don't know. I, I just it didn't talk about things that move you. It it it, it was it was okay, but. I, I it was like I started it and I, and then I stopped it and I just haven't gotten back to it. See, see, I I agree with you. I watched that movie. Um, I didn't. I still don't understand the hype. I think he's good. I don't understand the hype, but I get this. My my feeling is he's likely gonna win. Yeah, yeah, I, and, I think so. And I I just I mean, whatever. But I also have nothing to compare it to. So right, right. Except yeah. for Dune, <laughs> which is another one that I was like, eh. <laughs> Except for Dune, which is Dune. Oh, yeah. man. I had a lot of Dune thoughts, even though I didn't pay attention to the Oscar nominations, because someone made me watch, made me return to the Book of Boba Fett this week. Um, well, you didn't force me. It just so happened, like, we, we were light on shows, and I had time to binge the mandalorian 2.5 because that's what the last few episodes were and watch the finale of boba fett um 
And I kept thinking about Dune because I'm just like, man, <laughs> desert. They're talking about spice. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of dry dialogue. <laughs> a lot of like monsters coming out of the sand and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Dune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there is a lot of sand. And it and and it is, and that's been a knock on Tatooine from 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 the get, which was that it was very it was derivative of of Dune. I mean that's that's not a new complaint about Star Wars, but um, yeah, you know I. So this theory, I this, this so I'm I have I'm very conflicted about this now that we've completed the season of Book of Boba Fett. Um, I'm very conflicted because mm-hmm. on the one hand. Did it, and we talked about this. I think we made it to the first two or three episodes before we took a break from it. And it, you know, it never, as far as Star Wars, it 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 never rose to the level for me of of say the Mandalorian or the you know or Empire. You know, as far as like in my top or, or Rogue One, as far as you know, using Rogue One as some of the new Star Wars levels. Um, for me as far as like oh i can't miss this but it, but it wasn't as bad as say phantom menace either <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it you know it was kind of it, it fell in a, in a place for me like solo like okay. why you know why do we what does this add to the overall universe right and and why is this a story worth telling and Really, episodes five and six just drove that point home. As far as with the Mandalorian two point five, mm-hmm. um, why you know it, it, it seemed, and, and and you know think about the finale and the and the line in there with when Cod Bane says Boba Fett, what's your angle? And I kind of feel that same thing with this series. Is like what what's the angle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's I mean. At the end of the day, a lot of people going into this, especially, I will say I'm probably, I'm not, I'm not very knowledgeable about Star Wars. I've seen the basics. Mm. Um, I still haven't seen Solo. <laughs> I've seen the basics. We, we I understand the basics. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I know, I know probably what like the average person knows about this world. Um, and so Boba Fett, because I didn't grow up with the originals, I grew up with more of the the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, I I st- I never knew like, well, why why does everyone keep talking about Boba Fett? Like like what? Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, and and this show was kind of geared to be like, oh, this is going to get fans more on board with this character and. And why he's so badass. And man, did they not deliver on that at all. Um, I understand, looking back, why they told this story. And Mm -hmm. why it's called the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. However, I just really don't like 95% of the choices. Mm. I Even though I like Mando and Grogu. I don't like them being included because now 
like before we get it i was very pessimistic about this whole oh great luke skywalker here is here oh man you jumped the luke <laughs> too soon like we need stories that aren't connected to skywalker and now here now it's like okay grogu is adorable but not every story has to be connected to mando and grogu <laughs> like <laughs> Come on! Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, this set, I mean, I know we've seen it in The Mandalorian, but I'm just, I don't know. There was some, there was some, like I said, 95% of the choices I disagree with. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, this doesn't yeah. work at all. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, because, I, you know, with, with, with the episode four, we, you know, we get the backstory of, of Finnick. And again, it's tied back to to Mandalorian because, uh, you know, we first, well, yep. I guess, you know, at least in live action, that was the first time we yeah. we we were introduced to that character. Of course, uh, folks who were part of the animated world are, you know, knew these characters very well. But, um, you know, we, we, we are introduced to them. And then, you know, the episode ends with We Need Muscle, and they played the theme for The Mandalorian, so you knew it was coming. And and, and given that it's a shared universe at this point, we knew Mando would show up in some, some form or fashion. Um, I think, like you said, they, the reason why they call it the Book of Boba Fett, really, it, it was, it was, that just, you know, it was just that. I mean, it was, you know, here's a chapter in in this the shared universe of characters and characters of mandalorians of mandal yeah of mandalorians um and it was it was i think part of the reason why you know and i would hope i'd be interested to see if feloni or favreau like confirmed this at some point but just from a narrative stamp narrative point of this planning out a season because they were, you know, we can't blame this on the writer's room because they were the writer's room of different mm-hmm. people and different or, or different directors coming in. Like we saw with the, with the sequel trilogy where you, you know, you had the whole JJ had his vision. Well, JJ didn't have a vision. He was just like, I'm just going to just do a one-off. And then Ryan came in and then JJ came back in and I did all what Ryan did. Favreau clearly had a structure that he was planning. And it seems that this structure that he's hit, that he's, planning was is a shared universe with these characters and i think they intentionally put five and six in there to like basically save time of for when the full season three drops of mandalorian comes about they're just sort of filling in the gaps so that they can just get right to the story whenever season three drops at some point i guess it'll have to be next year when it when it eventually comes on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. because I mean that that this that 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 just seems to the, the way the the whole arc of the season played out at least with seems to be that that was why they made the, the narrative choice that they did to like spend ninety five percent of an episode in in the middle of the season on Mando, and then fit, spend that five percent. Of just tying it back to episode four of 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 this season of hiring Mando to be the muscle. Mm-hmm. So 
Well, I mean, it was also like we have to get somebody with the force to come and save the day at the end. Mm-hmm. Which I just, I, I don't know. I I understand why Mando and Grogu showed up. I get it. But I just, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like at a loss. I had a thought and then I forgot it. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what did you, what did you think? I mean, of, of the, I mean, given that you were basically movie Star Wars fan, you didn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't like read all the novels and the whole backstory with animated piece pieces. So when you first saw Cod Bane and, his introduction into it. I he mean, was what... fine, but the, he wasn't utilized hardly. Like he he appeared. Mm-hmm. Like the episode was named after him in a way because wasn't it called a stranger in the desert or something? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but and he appears at the very end and kills the marshal, and then we see him in the next episode, and there's there's this history. Yeah. I'm just like, why can't we get more invested with this guy? Like, we've had this discussion before with other shows. Half of the, uh, like, it's one thing to have a fully formed hero, Mm -hmm. but you have to have that fully formed antagonist to really draw a viewer in. And that's another thing that they didn't do. They didn't give us a villain. Um, The Scooby gang. I, I mean, Fennec is cool. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like they, they like, gave us a lot of promises about Fennec and her relationship with Boba that left unfulfilled. Like, they're, they're, he spent more time with Mando in the finale than Fennec. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and I don't know. They were supposed to, like, it was kind of set up like she and him were going to be the duo. Um and they were going to do this together and and then she, she went off and did her thing and he he hired a replacement called Mando which not a bad idea but still replacement nonetheless um and then all of the other side characters i just i didn't care about the town i didn't care about any any of this stuff i i the only reason why people light up when they see Mando and Grogu is because there's actual investment in those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is some investment in Boba Fett because we've now seen him for a while and Fennec as well. But everyone else, it's just like, okay, okay. Yeah. And the the last bit that really pissed me off in the finale was I didn't like how how there was that one scene where Grogu shows up at that shop, that mechanic shop. Mm-hmm. And because, because the whole time I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Did you well, think Luke Skywalker was showing up again? <laughs> Save the day at the very end. Like yeah. that should have, that, that should have been left on the editing floor. Mm. They should have just had it, like had her show up toward in the middle of that fight. And you're not really understanding why. And then all of a sudden you see Grogu. Like that would have been so much more impactful. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Cause we, I, you know, cause at first when I did see the X-Wing show up, I was like, they can't, they, you can't go to that well again. You just can't. Oh, like, come on, Will. 
We know writers. They love going to their wells of well. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did no there. No well is off limits, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I think it would have been a, a definite uh, better cut to to like have them show up and and, and Grogu show up that way because. Then, especially given the way that they ended episode six with the whole choice, which is another thing that is a very like head thumping thing with this with, with Star Wars and this this whole Jedi attachment thing, and 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 you would think you would think Luke would have learned from his just recent experiences of of. You know, making making a kid make this choice between mom or dad. I mean, come on. Uh, it, 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 I just, I was just like, no, no. And I, and I get what they were trying to go and just trying to, you know, tie this point in history to what we see down the road and in the, you know, in the in the sequels. As far as you know, why why you know, Grogu was was not at the Jedi Temple when when Ben Solo. Um, you know, when Luke tried to, yeah, but they could, they didn't have to do it so soon. They rushed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it could have, it could have easily waited for the third season of Mando. But, and maybe that's, and maybe we'll go back to that point where maybe he will, you know, maybe that will be a a situation where he does go back and get training because they they do like parallels in this universe, and it, obviously the. Parallels with Grogu leaving to go help Mando was the same parallel that Luke had in Empire. Yeah, I I just they, I'm a I'm it's not that I'm curious about Mando season three. I'm just like, okay, what are you gonna do here? Because the last time I got invested in this, there was a big dramatic finale. A choice was made. It broke my heart. Mm-hmm. And then within the span of, what, eight episodes, seven episodes, you rewrote history. Yeah. <laughs> you undid it. Yeah. Um, and that's really the only reason why you got to watch Book of Boba Fett is so that you understand at the beginning of Mandalorian season three why Grogu is around. Yeah. Um, which which kind of pisses me off because I'm just like, we had a long discussion about that finale and why it was so emotionally like it wasn't just the action there was an emotional thing that happened that that pulled you in and you understood why Mm -hmm. and it and it left new possibilities but now father and son is reunited it's beautiful but it's also like really yeah 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 because yeah because yeah because you're right i mean they did set up such so many things in that finale Mm -hmm. where where you know removing his helmet Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and you know, and then of course now Book of Boba Fett, we get. You're right. You 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 have to watch this series now, or or you don't. You could you know, if a lot of Mandalorian fans could be just like, okay, I know episodes five and six are the ones that I want to watch, and the rest of the stuff, I don't need to, I don't need to bother with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But isn't that weird? How how those 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 very. Those choices that were made in Mando's season two finale mm-hmm. are immediately rewritten in Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Consequences all play out, and you're just sitting here like, 
okay. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to include these characters and have this shared universe, but to then also have story points that directly tie into their story in this other show. Mm-hmm. Ew, I don't, I, yeah. it's, yeah, I wouldn't have made those choices. Yeah, yeah, it, it, you're right. I, had, I I really hadn't thought about how, how soon they undid the the beautiful story that they that they told, mm-hmm. but you're right. And, and so now that we that now that now that they've done that, uh, and of course there's still I mean that you know part of the things they did set up in this. But again, it's here. You know we're we're supposed to be talking about Boba Fett, but we're ending up talking about Mandalorian. But which is again I think an indictment on on oh. Uh, it proves our point. Why? Why was this series necessary <laughs> to begin with? But, um, but yeah, I mean, it 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 it, it does beg the question. You know, we do we do know that the whole thing with the dark saber and the and the challenge, and you know, and he's gonna have to go to the caves of Mandalore to you know to 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 reclaim his Mandalorian status, and you know, so it. it it set up so many, so many things as far as for for this next for for this Mandalorian that you know whenever with the finale with when when Bubba and Finnick are in in, in Mos Ispa and saying oh we you know I'm not sure if we're cut out for this and I'm like please God I hope there's not a season two because <laughs> I think season one was enough they they you know if it, it maybe. It's okay in Mandalorian season three if they, you know, if they do a time jump, which they probably will, to where, you know, to see where Boba and and Fennec are, as far as their criminal syndicate is on Tatooine. I think I'm I'm fine with that if you know if it's a story centric story reason why we have to have to go back to Tatooine in Mando season three. Do it that way. I don't I don't think there's enough story there because. To, you know, you had in your notes. Is there was there enough story to like ha- support a seven season arc, se- seven episode season? And and clearly there was not because they had to go back to the Mando. Yeah, it was it was weird. It felt as though like the writers got bored with their own writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like let's, let's 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 go into this other cabinet where we have all the Mando stuff. And yeah, let's go back to that. Yeah. Let's go. Let's pull out those and tie up yeah. some loose ends there, so we can set up, us up on this new trajectory. Yeah, speaking um, of yeah, speaking of new trajectory, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a season two. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be another book. Okay. Book of something. Yeah. Well, um, maybe. I think that's what they're going to start doing. Is yeah. is but but these books, I'm going to be very skeptical about them. Yeah. Because I'm gonna be like, well, I just finished a season of Mandalorian. Are you gonna undo everything? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They, <laughs> I'm, gonna, they, I'm obligated to watch it, but just yeah. call it Mandalorian, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or yeah, or Kyle Banff, because I mean, with that that end credit, you know, he's in the back yeah. to tank. So that's that's just gonna be their way of just since they had since they fired Gina Carano, he'll just take over her role in the um, Knights of. Uh, the Republic show, whatever that, what, what, what are the shows that they had like announced at the uh, Disney uh, Investor Day a few years ago? Oh yeah, yeah, you know, just yesterday they announced, yeah. <laughs> they announced a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they announced so many things, and 
so many few things actually happen. But well, I think that's it for Boba Fett tea. Um, we will we will return to this discussion once Mando comes back in his own show with Grogu. Um, and on that note, we're going to transfer over to the penultimate episode of Peacemaker. This was a good episode. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite of the season. No. It was it was good. I appreciate how they 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 did surprise me when he finally killed his dad. Yeah. Um I wasn't expecting it. Um but it didn't it wasn't jarring. Like it was like okay that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We almost have to do that so that we can like this isn't about this character always being around it would just be too much of what we've seen before so i i i like that choice that they made there um and it's and and mainly they did that so that it would feel less like okay this is just all set up to get all of the pieces in the place where we need to have this big finale that's just going to be probably 25 minutes of a fight sequence <laughs> Um, but I don't care. You, you want to know why I don't care? Because Vigilante is freaking awesome and he's fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so freaking funny. Like, like I, I just, Vigil, I, I know that there's been talk about potentially season two, not necessarily with Peacemaker, but maybe another character. If they give me a Vigilante season... I don't know if I will love it because part of the reason why Vigilante works is because it's just Freddie and John Cena's chemistry. Yeah. Like they are so good on screen together. They really are. And considering that he came in after they fired the the first actor who it was just wasn't working out. Mm -hmm. So Freddie Stroma came in, you know, no cold, like, Hey, we're we're recasting this. I mean, scenes had already been shot with the other person. Wow. And yeah, and so yeah, so he came in after you know having to do the quarantine and then having to jump right in and just yeah, I, I, that was. I'm so glad things didn't work out with the other person they had cast because you're right. I mean, this is such magic between. Stroma and, and John Cena. I mean, w- w- that'll it's just that that's part of the thing. What's making this show work so well to, to where I'm like, damn, this show is like knocked off Doom Patrol for me as far as like my go to DC now, uh, which is, you know, what which I, I didn't did not ever expect that whenever I mean, we were like, hmm, should we cover this? <laughs> and then now it's just like. You know, you were so disappointed in me because I hadn't thought, hadn't had a chance to watch episode six last week. <laughs> but, well, uh, I think that that what happened is we both. It's not that we hated the Suicide Squad. It's just that we we weren't as hyped as others yeah, were about yeah, the movie. But yeah. we did both agree that Peacemaker stood out as a yeah, character. We did. We did. And so I'm not that surprised that this series is working. I am surprised that John, um, like John Gunn, not James Gunn, James Mm -hmm. Gunn hasn't like gone overboard. Like, like he's, 
He's walk. He's walking a very thin line. I feel like I'm broken record because I feel like this is what I said last week, but he he's not he's not gone too far. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, what stood out to me this week, besides vigilante, is just like John Cena worked in the ensemble as as like an ensemble character. Now he's leading a show. And what was the true testament is like all of the characters around him have to work. And surprisingly, these characters, like, like I'm actually curious of where they're going to end up. Yeah. Um, did I cry when um, Mern died this episode? No, I didn't. I thought just like, okay, okay, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One leader has to go so that um, Chris can step up and lead the Scooby gang. Um, but, but the characters themselves, I like how they, uh, they're, they're just, they're banter with each other. Yeah. Um, and they do have all their, like very small arcs going on, um, that don't distract too much from, um, Peacemaker's story. No, but they all complement each other. They all complement. Yeah. So, so it's, it's very night and day when we were just talking about Boba Fett, where we didn't really care about any of the secondary characters because we didn't really know, like there wasn't enough time, but they are spending just enough time with these characters and these characters with Peacemaker to make you, to make him feel more three dimensional and like them as a dysfunctional family feel more connected to yeah yeah totally totally i mean you know it was because you know when i think about the moments between um hardcore and Albayo and you know the whole the thing about team and mm-hmm. and the whole discussion they had where it's just like you know and and where Albayo was like you know i feel like Filling a part of the team and 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 Harcourt was just you know was a very transactional relationship as far as like what a team member and keep having someone's back looks out for. But at the end of the day, you know, they come out at different places. But you're right, they're all working together as as a as a cohesive, dysfunctional, but cohesive unit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah they they all are um, they all have their own relationship with peacemaker mm-hmm. and and it's all like they they all are contributing to him fulfilling this like idea of finally becoming the hero instead of being yeah. the bad guy yeah, um, yeah. and the self-actualization that is what's going on the another character that we have not talked about enough judo master yes yes leprechaun boy <laughs> <laughs> Um, the fact that Judo Master, like, we, we see it, we see a lot of Judo Master, and then we see none of Judo Master, and then he comes back, and then he's just always around, like, you know what, maybe the next season will be Judo Master, I don't know. Yeah, I think that would, yeah, hunting, hunting Judo, Village Vigilante, and Cena, and, and, and Chris hunting down the Judo Master, that, 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 well, actually, with Economos at the driver's seat of the van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and eagerly just, like, on the lookout forever. Yeah, whereas, yeah, where, yeah, where it is, there's never a wrong time to jam, right? <laughs> no, no, never. Yeah, 
Yeah, but speaking of no, no, no wrong time, and it's you know one of the things you noted at the at the beginning of our discussion about Peacemaker and, and the the jarring. Mm-hmm. So the thing that did jar me in this episode was we finally, you know, we've been all throughout from day one, we've been getting backstory of Chris and his brother mm-hmm. and, 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 and he and Chris being somehow responsible for what happened to Keith. Right. But, you know, one, the, the, what was jarring to me was, you know, we have that very, you know, you know, Cena starts out again, again, the man, it's like super talented. You know, playing you know, home sweet home, Motley Crue, and all, and and, and his little take on it, and we see in you know, in just the anguish of what's going on, and then you jump to like the theme. I was just like that. Compl- I was like, because I mean, see, I was like so like engaged in 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 in, in the moment there with the sadness about what the anguish that he's feeling, and then we go to the to the you know memorable. Uh, opening credits and I was just like it threw me I was like I wasn't expecting that emotional like twist (laughs) jerking with my emotions like that James yeah I don't know why I've heard other people have similar responses to that whole sequence I didn't think anything of it well yeah because you're dead inside I know that (laughs) I know I know it's a serious medical condition <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get a doctor to see to see here. Um, but but yeah, I I don't. I almost wish that they would have like if I had a nitpick. Um, I like. I feel like we. I don't feel like the flashback was that like oh my god that's what happened just because of how they did the breadcrumbs leading up to it yeah yeah. i i almost feel like if we knew less going into it that whole thing would be much more like oh my god yeah see it wasn't the the flashbacks it was really it was i I know what you're saying it it was the after like the present day remembering to the reality yeah i i know what you what you're talking about this yeah. is what you're talking about but yeah yeah because yeah. I mean, we knew yeah because we knew what a piece of shit augie was and you know and it just basically confirmed uh, again why why he you know he had to go but and, and why that moment was so cathartic for chris and and and, and like you said i mean was you know at some point i was just like vigilante's gonna step in and do it on his behalf. I had know? the same thought. Yeah. I had, and then I had another thought. I was like, Eagly's going to come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speak, yeah. And speaking of- did. I mean, Vigilante almost did do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, it, it had to be Peacemaker. Yeah. It had to yeah. Be Peacemaker yeah. To do it. yeah. Speaking of Eagly, and I, I love the callback that it had way back to episode one with yeah. uh, uh, with Eagly. With, you know, do you believe in miracles? And and with Eagly and Chris and and that moment with Adivaya seeing it, <laughs> she's like having to call her wife. Like I don't know what I just saw, but but that was that was a nice that was a nice moment too. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, 
I think I think that we can only say so many nice things. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice, it's nice to have the end of show on a on a high note with uh, such a just a nice just a nice just you know I was telling someone it's it's so nice when a show just that you didn't really think you were going to like have like or you're wondering about just comes up and just just knocks you on your ass and you just feel like damn this is a really good show it's just like you know it's just i'm definitely having that with 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 peacemaker and and another one that i I shared with you this week uh is reacher which i think yeah another one that just completely like oh I, i i wasn't expecting this so maybe we maybe next week we can go a little bit deeper into that one why are you giving me more shows to watch? I'm not giving you more shows to watch. I'm just giving you I'm just one episode giving... of television to watch, and now all of a sudden you're like, Sarah, you gotta watch Reacher. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta watch our our Hawk. He's all grown up now, okay? He is, like, he is grown up. He is definitely watch, grown up. Watch Reacher. Maybe I will. I, I, I've. You're not the first one to say good things about Reacher. However, you know how I feel about these types of shows. I do, I do, I, I, I recognize You're not that. So in I may my be... alley, and I'm not. <laughs> but hey, there, there's, there's not a lot. I, I still need to watch Euphoria season two. I haven't watched a single episode. Wow! wow. wow. But I also haven't been spoiled. There's one thing I've been spoiled with that I know that's going to happen. Mm. But other than that, I've been pretty good. So yeah. I almost, I almost am holding out for like it to completely end and then just do a binge. Okay. Not, yeah, I know you did that. I know you did that with, uh, with Succession. So. No, no, I only, I binged the first two episodes. Like I'm okay. talking a full season. Binge. Oh, full season. Okay, okay. Got completely got different. Well. <laughs> yeah, completely different. Yeah, true. But I just, I'm, I, I, I am really surprised with to hear that about. Uh, so what are you? What is? What is your latest binge for? Thing I don't know. I haven't even been watching Billions. <laughs> <laughs> Billions is back. I didn't realize Billions was back, and then I saw like something come up on Hulu, and I'm like, oh, uh, oh, wow. Okay. But but I have a reason, and uh, yeah, it, I I think I know your reasons. I, I we I will I will tease you offline. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's just weird because Axe isn't in this season. Okay. So Axe isn't in this season, and I'm just. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. But whatever. Um, I've been watching This Is Us. Okay. I've been watching some reality TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of light watching. I don't know. I've just been yeah. watching what I want to watch. Hey, that's fine. Um, hey. Yeah, that's what you got to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. But on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.